What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Fitness Podcast. My name is Rashid Terry, and I am so blessed and I feel so favored to be able to share God's heart with you today. Glory to God. Now, look, if this is your first time listening, I want you to know that spiritual fitness focuses on training your mind, your body, and your soul to submit to the spirit of the living God. This podcast encompasses spiritual methods given from biblical texts as well as devotionals to encourage, motivate, and, get this, challenge believers of Jesus Christ to walk in agreement with the word of God. Now look, the Bible says this, turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. I pray that through this podcast today, God will make his words known to you. (laughs) The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and by hearing every word of God. And he says, how can you hear without a preacher? So today, I might not be your preacher, but I'm going to preach to you today. And I'm going to share God's heart with you. And I want to share with you um, an encounter I had with a homeless woman. Her name was Gwendolyn. And and before I share God's heart with you on this issue, I want to lift up Gwendolyn. Glory to God. I want to lift her up because I promised God every time I opened up my journal, I would pray for her. I promised him this and I wrote this in this journal. And that's what I'm I'm reading to you from my personal journal of my encounters with God and and what God puts on my heart to share with you. So I also want to pray for you, too. So let us bow our heads. Father in heaven, I glorify you today. God, I magnify your name. You are Alpha and Omega. God, you are the great I am. You are the creator of all the universe, God, and everything belongs to you, God. And so I thank you today for this opportunity. I pray for Gwendolyn and I pray for those who are listening. God, that you lift them up today, that you cover them in your everlasting love, God. I pray for mercy and grace to be upon each person. And I pray, God, that whatever situation they find themselves in today, whatever obstacle they may be trying to cross, whatever hardship they may be going through, God, I pray that you supply all their need according to your riches in glory, God. And I pray that, Father, through this word today, that you will reveal to them that you love them perfectly and that you gave your only son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. And if we should believe in him, we will not perish. Hallelujah but have everlasting life. And I pray this prayer in Jesus's mighty name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want to, before we start, I want to share these two important passages of scriptures with you to prepare you for what I believe God will reveal through my encounter. Glory to God. I want to share with you um, from the book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 17 through 23. And I'm going to try to get through this as quick as I can, y'all, because I know these podcasts are probably being listened to on your way to work or somewhere along the line. So I want to make this quick. But this is what it reads. It says, and as he was setting out on his journey, Jesus, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to him, teacher, all these I have kept from my youth. 
And Jesus, looking at him, loved him. Glory to God. And said to him, you lack one thing. Go, sell all that you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how difficult it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. Look, Jesus doesn't want to just save your soul, people. But he wants us to be co-laborers to do the will of God in this earth. Glory to God. Now, I want y'all to hold on to that story, but I want to give you another passage from Luke chapter eight, verses 26 to 33. And this is about a demon possessed man who was healed. Glory to God. It reads this. Then they sailed to a country. Of the Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out on the land there, he met a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. And he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house, but in the tombs. So he was homeless and he had no clothes, y'all. Chapter uh, verse 28. When he saw Jesus, he cried out fell down before him and with a loud voice said, what have I did? What have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, do not torment me. This is the demons that were talking to Jesus through the man. Verse 29, for he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for it had often seized him. And as he kept and as and he was kept under guard, bound with chains and shackles, and he broke the bonds and was driven by the demon into the wilderness. So this demon caused this man to be homeless. He drove him away from his home. He, he, went, he made him to be filthy. Verse 30, Jesus asked him, saying, what is your name? And he said, Legion, because many demons had entered into that man. And they begged him that he would not command them to go out into the abyss. These demons were scared of Jesus. They know who Jesus is. They know that he's the son of God. And they know that their fate is a lake of fire, a pit of hell. And they asked him they didn't want to go there. So verse 32 says this. Now a herd of many swine was feeding there on the mountain. So they begged him and he would permit that he would permit them to enter them and he permitted them. Then the demons went out of the man and entered the swine and the herd ran violently down the steep, down the steep place into the lake and drowned every single pig. Glory to God. I want you to hold on to those two stories. The rich man who did not want to give up his possessions and follow Jesus and the demon possessed man who was healed. And so with that said, the title of this of this podcast, I'm going to call it the shirt off my back. And I put a big question mark behind it because I had to ask that question. So the the situation that I was in, I, it was one peculiar night because I 
my wife and I were hungry and and I convinced her not to order any kind of like DoorDash or anything like that. So I got dressed and I went to the supermarket. Now, the odd part was my strong conviction to avoid the normal supermarket that we normally go to. It's probably like three minutes away. And I looked for an, on a, an alternative um, supermarket. And so I chose this place called Albertsons. It was like nine minutes away. But it was in an unfamiliar side of town. I had no idea where I was going. I'd, I'd never been to this place. So this was peculiar for me. But I didn't really take too much notice of it. So I get there and I did my shopping and came out and saw two homeless people, a man and a woman, sitting outside. Oh, yeah. One more thing that I forgot. I forgot that I was as I was walking out of the store, I saw a woman in a red spaghetti strap dress who was also homeless. And she was talking to a store clerk. Now, I thought nothing of it, but as I was passing the couple outside, I had a mind to give them a fruit tray that I had bought. And I mean, I felt a strong conviction, y'all. But in my spirit, I felt that that wasn't what they wanted. Have you ever thought about giving somebody, a homeless person something, and you're like, ah, they don't want that. They want something else. And so I got to my car, and I'm sitting in my car, and I could see the woman in the red dress come out now. And she, she asked someone passing for something. I don't know what she asked. I couldn't hear it. Then the homeless man from the, the two people, the man and the woman, stepped up and started talking to her. But I don't know why. I'm, I'm from the city, y'all. And I felt like he was pimping her. Like he was a pole pimp, but he was, he was pimping her. He had some aggression with him. And he was like, oh, they don't want to give you nothing or something like that. I don't know what it was. Like he was telling her to go and ask for things. And I instantly felt compassion for the woman. Glory to God. Gwendolyn is her name. She was half dressed and she seemed like she was she seemed like she was going to have a really, really rough night. And when I say she was half dressed, I mean, things were revealed on her. And so I, I just know, you know, women in that position at night around people that just oh, I just felt for. Her. And um, at this time, um, my wife, Michelle, texted me to get her a lemonade. And even though I had already shopped, I was already in the car. I wanted to make sure she had what she wanted. So I got out the car and I grabbed my tracks, my gospel tracks that has the gospel in it, has prayer and scripture in it. And I usually um, give that to people when I want to share Christ with them. If they if they don't really have time to listen to me, um, I give that to them. And so I have my tracks with me and I'm thinking I may be giving food to these people. I think that's what that's what the conviction felt like. And then as I'm walking past my car, as I'm walking past my car, um, the, the lady in the red dress walks past and she asks someone else, not me, for a shirt or a sweater or anything to cover herself because she's homeless and she's cold. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. I want to show you guys the heart of God tonight. Man, I want to show you guys the heart of God. I felt my heart drop and I immediately thought about Matthew chapter five, verse 42. Give to him who asks you and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. As I looked for lemonade in the store, all I can think was. All I can think about was. 
If they ask you and you have it, don't turn them away. As a matter of fact, because God's commandments are written on my heart, the Bible verse I was trying to remember was was brewing in me. And it was Proverbs three and twenty eight. And it says, if you can help your neighbor now, don't say come back tomorrow and then I'll help you. So here we go, y'all. I began to ask the Lord, Lord, do I give her my spiritual fitness hoodie? (laughs) I really, really like this hoodie and I don't have another one. (laughs) Glory to God. I was look, I was like wanting to hold on to that possession. But well, before I walked out the store. I emptied my pockets out of my hoodie, ready to give her my favorite hoodie. My only hoodie, my hoodie that I use as a as a witness. When people see that hoodie, they read the scripture on the back. They read the front and they start talking to me about the Bible or asking questions about the Bible. And it is is an awesome opportunity to share Christ. But I was going to have to give this one up, y'all. I stepped out and I saw her by my car with a hoodie on already. Glory to God. So one of the people in the parking lot gave her their daughter's hoodie. But get this, y'all, that hoodie was small. It was thin. It was not a pullover like mine was. And I just knew she was going to be cold. Under my hoodie was my favorite T-shirt. I had two of my favorite items on that day. But I knew from my army days that you have to dress in layers. Besides that, she needed something to cover her chest as it was exposed provocatively. So even zipping up that hoodie, she was still exposed in that way. And I know she didn't want that. And so the Holy Spirit had me to take my shirt off, which was super warm. I I couldn't even imagine how warm it was. I, I took it off. I was surprised. And the Holy Spirit led me to give it to her. Glory to God. Now, that conviction I felt earlier started to turn to joy as her face lit up. I gave her a track and I asked her her name. She told me her name is Gwendolyn. So I prayed for her. I ministered to her and I gave her the gospel, which she was familiar with, but she didn't believe it. Then I was led, glory to God. I was led to plead the blood of Jesus over her and cast out every demon that the Holy Spirit revealed to me. I didn't see any indication that they left, but I believed it in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So as I got in my car to drive off, she made some statements about why do children and people still get killed? And instantly I did not respond to the statement. I respond to the demons, just as Christ did to the to the man who was possessed by a legion of demons. I rebuked the enemy with the word of God. And I told her it's not God, but sin and the devil that does these things. And then the oddest thing happened, y'all. Just as I was about to pull away, Gwendolyn asked me if I had a Bible. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I smiled and got out the car, opened my trunk where I have a box of Bibles, the same Bibles I tell you guys I give out uh, and I also give out literature on the word of God. 
And I gave her the Bible and her face lit up as bright as the sun. I said, you didn't think I was going to give you that, huh? You didn't think I had any, huh? And I laughed and she laughed, too. And I told her to read the book of John. And I blessed her. Glory to God. She waved as I drove away. And in my heart, I have confidence that the Lord will redeem her and she will be set free. So glory to God. As I was as I was pulling into the garage, into my garage, I thought I thought to myself, man, I, I had no power. I had no power. I had who, who am I to think that I could cast away demons from this woman? Who am I to think that I can do the work that Jesus told me to do? That's why those demons didn't leave. But how wrong I was. I thought the demons just lingered around doubting my own faith. But two things occurred. Two things. And I'm going to share that with you. Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul and mind. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. My inner man was compelled by this verse and the other two verses to love that homeless woman and do what I would do for myself in the cold, dressed in layers, giving her the shirt off my back. Glory to God. And number two, John 14, 12 through 14, Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then it says, and greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. Get this. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. That the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Glory to God. As I was writing in this journal, y'all. The Holy Ghost asked me this question. He said, why do you think she asked for a Bible? And the Holy Ghost revealed that was the evidence that the demons fled from her and why she lit up bright as the sun. I want to let you know today that the devil is scared of God. The devil is scared of Jesus and they know their fate. But we can only do the works of the Lord when we choose to give up everything about us to follow Jesus. I don't want you to go out and be like the rich man who had great possessions and you have an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus says, give up these things and follow me. I don't want you to turn away sorrowful. I want you to submit. And I hope that this word shows you how God blesses the faithful, how God blesses his children who choose to follow him. Not so we can be blessed for ourselves. I gained nothing. In fact, I lost my favorite shirt. But God gave me power in the name of Jesus to cast out devils and demons from that woman and put her in her right mind to ask for a Bible. And he made sure that she was warm. He made sure that she was clothed and protected. 
so that people wouldn't take advantage of her. I'm believing that for many of you today who are who are lost right now. You're lost spiritually. You think you have the right relationship with God, but it's just something missing. You just don't understand, like, why is it like this? Why is this like that? Why am I going through these things? I want you to know that trouble doesn't last always. But God wants to use us for his glory. He wants to use us to be co-laborers with him. To manifest the kingdom of God right here on earth. And so it's not just about doing good by people, but it's doing good by people in, in hopes that it would bring them closer to God. That it would bring them into relationship, a right relationship with Jesus Christ. And the one thing that we have to give up that Jesus wants, most absolutely wants, is our sin. You may not think you're a sinner, but if you've lied before, if you've looked at a woman lustfully or looked at a man lustfully in your heart, if you have not loved the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength. If you covet your personal possessions, we, those are just signs. Those are just a few ways to show that we are not we are not able to, to be on one accord with God, not on our own. And so God sent Jesus Christ as the sin sacrifice for us. Jesus fulfilled all the laws for us. And not only that, but he allowed himself to be arrested, falsely accused, beaten. He was he was bruised for our transgressions and he was pierced for our iniquities. They tore the flesh off his bones. They spit on Jesus. They ripped the beard from his face. They mocked him by putting a crown of thorns on his head, saying, this is the king of the Jews. And they had Jesus to walk his own cross on the hill to Calvary, and they nailed Jesus to the cross. The Bible says he who knew no sin became sin for us that we that we may be made the righteousness of God in him. So it's not of our own doing. It's not how good we can do. It's the good that Jesus imputes upon us. And Jesus hung his head and died on the cross and they buried Jesus in a tomb. And after three days, Jesus was raised from the dead with all power. He defeated death and he defeated sin and he defeated Satan. And now he is calling for us to come into agreement with the gospel. To believe on him, as the scriptures say, glory to God. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and say it with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Not just saved from hellfire, but saved from sin. So today I want to give you an opportunity. No matter how many times you've listened to this or if this is your first time, I want to give you an opportunity to accept the invitation of Jesus Christ, to follow him. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want you to, to bow your heads before the Lord. And if this is your desire to, to draw near to Jesus and follow him and become his disciple and to be a co-laborer with God, 
I want you to say, Father in heaven, I know I was a born sinner. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God. I believe that on that he died and he suffered for my sins and that on the third day you raised him from the dead. I now repent of all my sins. Forgive me, Lord, for what I've done to myself and what I've done to others. Jesus, come into my heart. Save me, Jesus, and make me the person you want me to be. And by faith, I accept Jesus as my Lord, my personal savior, and my master. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen. If you have said that prayer, I wanna welcome you to the body of Christ. Do not take this lightly. There is joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. And I wanna tell you today, if you didn't say this prayer, I wanna tell you that God is, is seeking you. He is seeking your heart and he wants you to repent. He wants you to turn from sin and turn to him. And then he wants you to believe the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that you might be saved. And then he can begin and give you a new heart and a new spirit that would want to obey him and want to do his will in the earth. And when you die, your body will return to the dust, but your soul, oh God, your soul will be redeemed forever in the kingdom of God. I pray that this word blessed y'all today. I pray it wasn't too long. I tried to keep it short, but I love you guys with the love of the Lord. And, you know, I have this I have this plan that um, I want to introduce the Bible back in schools. I know it's a lofty plan. You looking like, oh, this guy, he's just doing podcasts. Now he wants the Bible to be back in schools. Well, this is my plan. My plan is to to create backpacks for children to walk in school with scripture on their bags, bringing the word of God back in schools. Everyone who looks at their backpack will be reading a scripture, a word from God, and it will penetrate the heart. Look, the Bible says all scripture is God breathed. It's inspired by God. And it's supposed to give correction, uh, instruction, and it's supposed to you know, show us who we are, show us the intentions of our heart. It's like a double-edged sword and it pierces the heart, it pierces the soul, it pierces the mind. So I wanna put this into action and I wanna ask for your help today. If you would like to support that vision of putting the Bible back in schools without children getting in trouble for preaching, for without teachers who can't share God because they're trying to separate uh, church and state, this is a, a good way to get the Bible, to get God's will back in schools. So if you would like to support spiritual fitness ministry and you want to sow a seed of faith into that project and into the word of God and into the promoting of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the lost. I want you to go to Cash App and I want you to type in Christ Partnership. It's dollar sign Christ Partnership and plant a seed, whatever you think God has laid on your heart to lay down. And I want you to share with your whole heart because 
when this thing goes, <laughs> when this thing goes out, children will, be, will become ministers of the goodness of God. Glory to God. I pray that this, this word blessed you today. Um, I love you guys with the love of the Lord. If this was your first time hearing this podcast, I invite you to open up the book of John in the Holy Bible. And I want you to read it. And if you read just for one minute or for an hour, I want you to, when you finish, I want you to pray and ask God to reveal to you what you read. I love you guys with the love of the Lord. I'll catch you next time. God bless.